comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Welcome to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm here, with, as usual, with Pierce. Yo, guys. And we are here with our friends Kevin and Brandon, who are brothers. Hey. Uh, that was Kevin. Nice to be here. And that was Brandon. The baritone is Brandon. <laughs> yep. Brandon Brandon's older and... Uh, Slightly more barrel-chested. Less yes. attractive. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll agree you, with both of them. Slightly have, more broad, slightly he's, less he's, attractive. He's more manly, yeah. you're more cute. I'll take it. Because you are by far the cuter one. Oh, guys. <laughs> and I'm totally by told, far the more manly one. I told you this would be the man love yeah. episode. <laughs> um, man love episode. So we're going to talk today about the changing landscape of quote-unquote television, where it's been, where it's going, uh, where we want it to go, and we might talk a little bit of like House of Cards in there. We'll probably keep the spoilers to a minimum as much as we can. The best Pierce we can. Pierce seen it. Yeah, um, but you know I don't care about and, But just what Amazon's doing, what Netflix is doing, yeah. what the TV networks themselves are doing as they change. So um, I th- think maybe a good way to start this is let's go back to traditional television. What are some of your favorite shows? Absolutely The Office in its... Most pure sense. Uh, <laughs> meaning what? Yeah, meaning in its British sense? Being, meaning like the yeah, early seasons? Saying, that like, would be the British me, one. What yeah. do you well, mean of... I mean, Ricky British Gervais, Gervais, obviously, terrific, but in the United States version, seasons two through four. Absolutely. Two through four, the arc with Michael leaving, because that was really fantastic. Yes. And I think actually the last couple episodes, as we record this anyway, the last couple episodes, I thought were great. They had some... Bummer parts, but at least the Jim and Pam stuff, which Pierce hasn't seen, so let's not spoil it for I him. actually I, I was almost in tears. By I haven't seen episode. either. Where I signed off of The Office was when Robert California came on. Oh, see, I loved him. I didn't James think Spader show. is a terrific actor, but where he fit in the show just yeah, confused I, see, the I, I, agree, yeah, I love the character. He did not fit in that show. He, got he no. truly did not. I kind of wish that they just kept Warren Buffett on there the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that that's a comedy you really like. That was Brandon who brought that one. Kevin, yes. what's one of your favorite comedies? Let's start with there. Definitely Community, by okay. far. Now, what, what do you thought of this current season? It's it's different because they, you know, they're trying to skirt around the whole Chevy Chase leaving thing. In some episodes, <laughs> he's not even in it. Right. Well, um, I mean, he, he was absent for three total, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the whole mm-hmm. the whole season is being messed up by... Yeah, we just had a Christmas episode. Yeah, because they, they aired April. it much later. <laughs> that was fun. But, like, the humor and the the wit to it is still pretty solid, in my opinion. Pierce, what's one of your favorite comedies on television? Of, of any time, you know. Um, comedies. And I guess he already said Community. Which you haven't even watched, like, most of the season. No, so. no. A- out of out of more or less protest. Like, really? But you, liked, you really did like the first season. Oh, three the seasons, first I mean. three seasons. Yeah. I, I absolutely adored the show, but... I think Abed in the second episode of the fourth season put it best. He's sitting in a, in a room watching all these cameras, and he just goes, "I remember when this used to be a show about a community, yeah. <laughs> and it was I love breaking the fourth wall." And to me, I'm yeah. like, "Yep, Abed said it." And once that episode was done, I was done with season four. And you know, people are saying it's better. It got better. You know, when it, the season's all said and done, I might give it another shot. But as far as comedy goes, I'm actually going to go with King of the Hill. Okay. I've been mm. rewatching all 13 seasons, and that's kind of what I put on when I'm getting ready in the morning. You know, it's 
It's just a fantastic show. It's a complete dude show. Like, there's been times when there's been girls in the room and guys in the room, and all the guys chuckle the exact same jokes, and the girls just turn and stare at us. But And I'm usually with the girls, because I don't find anything amusing in the least about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, my word. Yeah. I love I everything like about either. that show. I just, all 13 seasons are fantastic. Low beginning brown. To end. I'm like Judge fan in general, so. Yeah, so that's what I'd say. And I'll say probably my favorite comedy of all time and we can, we'll go back to the show, I'm sure, once we talk about right. new media, but Arrested Development. I was just going to oh say, I'm surprised that wasn't show, brought up until uh, in its We entirety. watched the first three episodes again this Today. afternoon, yeah. and goodness gracious, and by we, far it's, one it's of the what, greatest like comedies. Days, 18 days, right? Is the, uh, 18 days? Until the new season the new starts. Season. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. I thought and you said season four. For me, that show in its entirety is brilliant. Yeah. It yeah. changed a lot over the three seasons. I know a lot of people don't love the third season. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's my favorite. They went is that right? since they knew they weren't coming back. They, they went nuts. so they far out. Truly yeah, they did. did everything, but the, the foreshadowing episodes and seasons in advance yep. of mm-hmm. jokes, the running gags, yeah. everything just brilliant. So for me, comedies. The- that is my favorite. The most terrific part, in my opinion, is you can reference any part of the first five episodes of the first season, and most people on a college campus will oh, understand yeah. where you're coming from, oh, yeah. and they'll laugh <laughs> at the joke. Absolutely. So, uh, dramas now, let's start with Brandon again, we'll go around the same order. Yeah. Uh, What's your mo- favorite drama of all time on television? Wow, of all time? Well, one of your favorites, I, it doesn't have to be. Well, as of late, obviously, <laughs> House of Cards, uh, being a political junkie, being someone that enjoys... Uh, a very well thought out drama. Have you watched West Wing? I have. I've watched the first season, but as finals week has come <laughs> upon us, as the end yeah, of the semester yeah, yeah. has, I haven't been as invested as TV as I'd like yeah, to. Yeah, Kevin and Brandon are both right back from school. This is our first. Well, well, no, we second. should also we say congratulations literally graduated to publicly. Thank Woo. you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, graduated job and getting married in a month, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. What's your degree in? Finance and economics. Okay, cool. Yep. So listen so up, people with high positions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're, this is our. This is. I think you saw them once since they've I've, they've been back. This is my first time I've seen them since they've been back. So it's yep. good to yeah. see everybody yep. back together. Good again. to be here, uh, Kevin. Or what is your favorite drama? Or one of your favorite dramas of all time on television? Uh, is Breaking Bad count as a drama? You can certainly steal mine. Well, I'm about to say it. That's fine. Comedy, so. I... Well, it, it's a dark comedy, especially the first season. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, sense, yeah. And anything with Saul. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I will agree with you. It is for me, and there's eight episodes left. Yeah, I, I, I'd be kind of surprised that they dropped the ball at this point. They've been going so strong for so long. But that show, for me, I'm on the edge of my seat the yeah. whole time. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember the episode... Well, you've seen all of it now. Yeah. So the episode... All that's been released. The episode where... Train? No, this Train? was from the season before that. Movie? The one with the twins... Or the, 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 not the twins, the cousins... With the axe in the parking lot. Yeah. Okay, that episode. When that episode aired, and I've talked about this on other podcasts, not spoilers, sure. people. Spoilers. I, I'm not going to say there's, there's an axe. There's a parking lot. That's all I'm saying. Yep. <laughs> That's very specific. No, not in that. Not in that first half of that season. It's really not. Um, really, no, it's not. But that episode was so fantastic. I watched the first airing. Then they played an episode of Mad Men, which was like one of my favorite episodes of Mad Men ever. I sat through that. Then I sat through the whole episode again. Mm-hmm. And then they started playing it a third time. And I watched like the first 20 minutes before I was like, I just got to go to bed. <laughs> I don't remember if it was Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad, or Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Either way, I sat there for like three and a half hours <laughs> because both of those shows are great. But that particular episode is called uh, One Minute. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. an amazing episode of an amazing show. Yeah. Uh, but that so now that's uh, Kevin and myself. Pierce, what is your favorite drama on television? Uh, I I, yeah, I can't really say it's anything other than Doctor Who. I mean, I've been watching it since uh, Eccleston started it as the ninth Doctor. What was it like eight seasons? Or no, they're on seven now. Seven. Um, 
So, 2005. Yeah, 2005. I've watched it all the way through. I mean, I, literally on the table in front of us are, you know, two different sonic screwdrivers. Please don't turn it on because it's going to be really loud. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I have... He means well. I, and yeah. I've gotten my entire family into it. You know, my sister has, you know, the case for a phone. That's what she asked for every, you know, birthday is different Doctor Who stuff. Well, just, just like an hour ago, we were upstairs and in, in yeah. the next room over, your parents, your sister, and Kevin were discussing Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, and Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and around. I was like, every time I come awesome. here, yeah. every yeah. time I come here, we have to just. Yeah. I was about to say, having an entire conversation about Daleks and yep. the stupid iPod Daleks, <laughs> and whatever season that was. Oh my word, that was so dumb. But, but if you buy the red one, money goes to charity. So. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Dalek yeah, hands down, Doctor Who. I mean, I think it's only gotten better. Season one, you know, I always want to introduce people to the show, but. I'm, I'm like, don't watch season one. It's, Just skip it. But that like, oh, that first season back's a little hard to get into. Everyone's like, oh, I want to watch from the beginning. I'm like, no, no. I wouldn't say don't. skip it because there's so many like central key plot there's elements the bad in there. Wolf thing. Like, there's there's Captain Jack, but like the first episode, you don't even have to watch. Like, there are some weird ones. It, like you, I feel like other than like a couple key ones where they introduce some characters, you can just skip to season two. Uh, Brandon, have you watched Doctor Who? I have not. So I've you're the seen... one of the three of us who have Exactly. Okay. Well, Pierce yep. and I are planning to do like a full Doctor Who episode once this current Eventually, season is, yeah. is done. But uh, I, I think we can... Uh, a good question for the three of us who have watched all of the new stuff. Favorite companion? I know my answer. I, it's Amy because it's too early to say with Oswin. Okay. So, so let, let's, let's take Oswin. Let's take Clara it. completely out of the picture. Hands down, Amy. Hands on name, okay? Hands on I haven't seen the new one, so I'm like... Kind of oh, what's, where are you caught up to? The end, uh, Manhattan. Oh, oh yeah, Manhattan? Okay, okay, so yeah. yeah. So, other than we're ignoring the new girl. We're ignoring her name's Clara, right? Clara Oswin Oswald. Yeah. I liked her in the episodes that she was in when Amy was still in it. Yeah, there yeah. was just, just the one, the yeah. of the Daleks. Yeah. But, but who's your favorite? What's the orange-haired girl's name? Uh, well, from The two. Office. Oh, oh Catherine oh. Tate. I would actually yeah, say her, Donna. which is kind of rare because not a lot of people like her. Um, I really love the I end of her arc great. with the Doctor yeah. Donna. Yeah, because like all the other ones, they're like these kind of subtle, like oh, we might date, and there's like relationships out which there. Is, and her, yeah, they the just most... kind of made fun of that. Yeah, and I really like that. Yeah, because yeah, oh, they did, they did, and that's what I really like because I hated Rose. I hated her. Yeah, I can't believe you everyone hated her. and their mothers like Rose. Yay! And I'm like, no. And then Martha actually was an intelligent. She was a doctor. And, but they did the whole, oh, the doctor's broody, like, I'll never break through to him, which kind of bothered me with her. And then Donna was just loudmouth, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. a nice change. Like she was that. sassy. Yeah. For me, hands down, my favorite is Martha Jones. Yeah? For Good. me, the Good. thing that I loved about it was they took traditional TV gender roles, and for the, for the doctor and Martha, they switched them. She yeah. was, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of the stereotypical gender roles, she was the man in that relationship, and I thought that was fantastic. Not that he was feminine or something but just it was like 60 40 her and she was driving most of the let's get this done he might I, have yeah. the solution in the end or she might but she was the one who was, I agree was with that. My, my only problem with that season was because he was mopey from the previous season but That's she true. was in wasn't she in two or like one and a half seasons no she was she just she showed up three. again later rose was one and two and she martha was, was three donna was four five was oh then there was four and a half and then there's <laughs> five six seven Okay, so, so but for me, Martha Jones, I just thought she was yeah. fantastic. Um, but so that that's enough Doctor Who for now. Yeah. Pierce and I will get to that much <laughs> more saying. later. We'll uh, time order. Maybe, maybe we even have a chance. Maybe Kevin will still be around. Maybe we can have him on it. Yeah, or, or your sister, or both, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, my sister. But so 
television as we know it is changing. It's been yeah. changing for the four of our lives almost the entire time. Mm-hmm. I mean, particularly more Absolutely. the last ten years, five, mm-hmm. ten years. So we've already discussed House of Cards, which is which is not traditional TV. It's only not available on the internet. Mm-hmm. Can't get it on DVD. Can't get it on Blu-ray. It is only on Netflix. Uh, can I can I back that up just a Go little right bit? Sure. Can we say I think what initiated this, which was the birth of Netflix in general, back it up to the fall blockbuster, the birth of Netflix. I would say even more than that, it was the proliferation of high-speed internet and piracy really drove mm, really drove the whole industry to make changes. I would yeah. say the death of not the death the the fact that it's getting worse in actual TV like network programming. I mean, kind of I like would, people to like look for other sources. I of would disagree on that because really? the, I would consider this like a golden age of television with Breaking Bad and Mad Men. Well, I would, I would, those are I those are all AMC programming where creative control is given solely to the producers I, I and directors totally of agree. the That's shows. That's another big change. That is, it's driving away from the networks to cable. I if, certainly agree. If with that. Louis C.K. was to go mm-hmm. about his series on ABC or NBC or it one of the traditional networks, absolutely oh, yeah. would not happen at all. And what that's I why find, Firefly was not allowed uh, to Exactly. Happen, that's know? why we saw Arrested <laughs> Development, a show that we all hold very dear to our hearts, canceled after just three seasons, and now everyone now, is granted, anticipating. Three seasons, three is a seasons was a gift for that show because yeah. no one was watching. Sure. However, <laughs> the strong fan base that it has, uh, oh, I yeah. think... People should have been. But it's the, same, <laughs> it's the same fan base that, again, and I hate, I'm going to reference this constantly throughout my entire life, that Firefly had. Mm-hmm. It's the, sure. oh, wait, we're finally finding out this exists, we love it. Yep. But too late. And, and thankfully, Netflix gives us that privilege to, to yeah. go back and say, oh, wow, that was amazing. Freaks and Geeks, only one season, but it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah, you're not a big fan, but yeah, Kevin and I both yeah. are. Yeah. Or, well, in that same vein, Undeclared, I didn't love it as much, but that's on there. And Firefly and Arrested Development. Yeah. A similar all, line. On Netflix. All these cult shows mm-hmm. that now that it's done, you don't need a huge audience. You just need enough people... Who to keep love it, it to keep it, you know, keep spreading the word. And yeah. Chuck, for example, was one of those rare shows that came back um, after almost being canceled. Yeah. Had a huge fan explosion. That whole Subway thing. Everybody ate Subway on Mondays. And, and, and part of that wait, because that NBC's, was a thing? Yeah, oh yeah, Se- oh, NBC has yeah. been in the toilet for nearly ten years. Now. I yeah. absolutely. And so all these shows keep getting re- like just Whitney, today. Anybody? Ugh. Goodness well, gracious! Well, that got canceled today. But it was still around. Gosh. But I mean, just today to date this, I mean, again, Parks and Recreation was renewed for a sixth season. Yeah. My favorite comedy on network television right now, hands down. It's brilliant. It is terrific. But they barely got a second season. Yeah. Yeah. Just like The Office barely got a second season, barely got a third season. And now The Office is going off the air. But for years, it was the highest rated comedy on NBC. Oh, absolutely. And now, uh, of what's left, Parks and Rec is the highest rated comedy on NBC and it barely has anybody watching it in comparison to the other networks. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's partially just NBC where they are. When The Walking Dead was airing, it was beating every single oh, program, yeah. scripted program on NBC. Absolutely. Uh, when it was at its highest. De- which, I mean, deservingly it so. And yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, there's, there's, and when we were saying about the golden age, I think it's because I think there's such a marked difference in the highs and the lows. Like this is the, like literally to the best of times, worst of times situation where we have. I disagree on that. I I th- I think so because we have every year has terrible shows that you don't remember because they were terrible and you didn't watch them and you forget uh, about outsourced. Them. I was about to say what was outsourced. that terribly racist show the on NBC ra- based on the terribly racist movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. um, that was dreadful. 
mind-blowingly racist. I could not believe that they allowed that on national and not like a joking, funny program. way either. Like where where they're like community will dance around that and be like, uh, "Abba the A Red or A Rab." But that's the, but in that case, the joke is, "Oh, the racist person is right." The yeah, joke yeah. is Chevy Chase being racist, but it's, it's like not che- the racism itself. Yeah. If Chevy Chase like wrote himself. a show, it would have been outsourced. <laughs> <laughs> But so, I mean, as, as network television has been, and when I say network, I mean ABC, yeah. NBC, CBS, right. Fox, and, Fox. and recently sure. Fox, the Fox. four big networks, NCW is kind of a distant fifth, as they lose viewers, <laughs> and every year, the biggest show on television is smaller than the last year, pretty much, I mean, I'm, I'm generalizing. Yeah. But, you know, MASH is still, the, the MASH finale was the, the thing, the television show that has the highest rating ever. For scripted programming. Okay. Really? It will never be topped because every year it drops. Because less people watch television. There's so many more channels. Yeah. You can watch a bunch of different things. So the metrics for how we measure what is a successful TV show have been behind the curve. And that's why things like Firefly and Rested Development, they, yeah. they got the axe. Because it was still back then where it was like, oh, this only has 3 million viewers or only has 4 million viewers an episode, that's not enough to be considered a hit. Whereas if you had that now, you would be one of the top 10 shows on television. Do you think that we need to go ahead in the industry and... Which industry? Are we talking the television? Specifically live... Not live, Live. but but, but scripted... (laughs) Scripted real-time television. Do we need to edit or go about rethinking the way in which we measure... They're, statistics they're well, to that's do what, that, that's but it's the other hard because there's so much money involved. We live in an age where it's so much easier to tell how many people are watching something because we have it online. I'm sure True. Netflix counts how many people have viewed. Oh yeah, Netflix. Seasons of they don't release that information to the public. Oh they, no, they but I'm sure. Like we, I think back then, I mean, we say like Mash is the the most highest viewed. That's also speculation because they can't tell every single television that, that tuned into Mash. While that is correct, it it does have the highest rating. Again, yeah. again, yeah, under and and, if it, and I, well, I agree, it's a flawed metric. It's the yeah. same metric applied. Everywhere, yeah, so yeah, at yeah. least it's a consistently flawed. Yeah. We, but you know. we have we have such an easier time nowadays of being able to tell what is the highest viewed. Like For, I don't think that, on demand, yeah. I don't think that goes anything into account. Like so, we're talking about Nielsen ratings in specific, yes, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. I think like uh, there was a Scrubs episode where Jetty, the main character, I was like, "Well, the Nielsens hate us," and he like points to the patients that are named the Nielsens, but obviously it was a reference to the real thing. <laughs> um, and just the fact that they don't really take into account a lot of the online things that are going on, well, whether that be legal or illegally. It's, um, it's hard, I mean, to get all that information. It's getting a lot easier now. But especially when Scrubs was on the mm-hmm. air, this was burgeoning. Like, Hulu was brand new. Yeah. Netflix mm-hmm. was brand new. Mm-hmm. You did have the piracy. A bunch but, of piracy was But they, to they be, can't yeah. even count that in the ratings because what the ratings are there for is to, is to be able to set the prices for the ads. And in the pirated versions, you're not watching the ads. So why would they count that? Because you're not seeing the ads, period. Mm. But, but you can take note of that. Like, I think about HBO, uh, and I completely disagree with their, their their method of Go and how uh, the Game of Thrones fiasco where everyone wanted to buy, you know, the episodes they were coming out, but you had to buy the HBO subscription, and everyone was like, look, we'll pay five bucks an episode, but let us watch it one time, and HBO was like, no, you have to subscribe, and so that's why it became the number one most pirated show. I think... Although they are changing how they're doing they it. They are. Thankfully, yeah. they are finally changing it, but I think the point being, like, you ha- you do need to look at the piracy, and I think they I think they do because there is an indication of oh so we're big on this front too with this group of people and but that's also a very HBO specific thing. It's HBO Showtime yeah. and a couple others. Whereas 
you know, like N- NBC, there's not really much they can do. Those episodes go up the next day on Hulu, and yeah. you know, they and they have made an effort to make them very available. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bring, bringing in only a, a slight portion of my economics degree that is only <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, only only about five to six days old at this point. <laughs> but we also have economics and law, so yeah. we got a pretty good. Yeah. And, and, and I have a focus on entertainment. Playing Pokemon over here. I have a focus on entertainment law. We so, cover I mean, the gamut. We, uh, <laughs> uh, if we it's if it's one thing that I've learned, it's that incentives matter, and that the extra yeah. legal sector, meaning the quote unquote black market, will absolutely <laughs> always find a way to get around what is legally. Allowed, absolutely. Yes, but what is brilliant is and and switching gears a, a tiny bit. What I think Spotify has done a great job of is they have captured that very niche market of we could very easily pirate this media. However, it's so easy to use Spotify that we will pay for it. Yeah, well, absolutely. It is so mm-hmm. easy to use Netflix yeah. that we as consumers yeah. are willing to pay for it. It is oh, yeah. easier than pirating that or, media. Or, 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 or exactly. I think of... Um, Hulu. I'm, Louis, uh, just to uh, blast Hulu Plus for one second, why am I going to pay $8 a month and also watch yep. ads? Yep. I have no idea why anyone would pay for that. Well, you're paying for the... The $8 a month is for the is for the back... I, I actually do pay for it. It's for the back episodes. I, yeah. yeah but Even still, still, and the ads still are ads. much less now. Like, I sure. could pay the $8 a month for back episodes and get... I've tried uh, to watch current Netflix. versions. Exactly. I've tried to watch current shows, and I hit the 90 seconds of ads, and I, I can't done. even watch it. At least for me, and, yeah. I, and I do use it, like, every week. You get like one out of commercial break now. It's like thirty seconds or fifteen seconds. They they have that's what it used down, to be, but they've cut way back down as well. Mm. Okay, I think we're, we're just real spoiled quick. by Netflix. I Absolutely, think we're spoiled yeah. Netflix. zero yeah. commercial breaks and, in Netflix. And, and Nine and minutes the black of commercial. Eight dollars a month, and I gladly watch or the zero internet. commercials. The internet, what? or you could always um, pirate. I mean, I almost feel bad, but obviously I don't. Uh, real it, quick, can I say one more sure. thing about? Uh, so we can get away from talking about things that are illegal. Um, <laughs> I we're, think we're not like, endorsing; we're just discussing the. the, the yeah, absolutely. but I'm saying like that's that's a very valid thing that people turn to. Uh, I think of what Louis C.K. to mention yeah. him again mm-hmm. did with his special, where he's like live at the Beacon Theater. With uh, that yeah, special. where he's like, yeah. look, I worked on this. Some other people worked on this. So you can spend five bucks, you get it. Like mm-hmm. I no DRM. If you wanted to upload to the internet, there's literally nothing that is going to stop you from doing it. So here it is. Pay five bucks. He made what, like a million bucks? I think that his success came from the personal plate. Like, I think if a, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think if a corporation were to do something like that on a broad scale, it would not go down as well. I think because the fact that it was Louis C.K., people idolized him. No. And it was a single uh, thing. No, because I I, I think about in the gaming sphere. I think about how r-gaming on Reddit loves to, you know, give all the upvotes to the the devs that go on and say, oh, you're torrenting this? I'm the guy that developed it. If you like it, buy it. Like, they love to upvote those people because I think as a society we're realizing the answer is not in what the, you know, corporations are doing of DRM, 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 DRM. It's let's entice people to actually spend money on this. And I think it's the same thing with television shows where... As, as with any media, you have to entice them as opposed to putting restrictions on them. Because if you put sure. more restrictions on them, well, why don't There I will do always the be thing? ways around those restrictions. Exactly. I think what is most enticing about Louis C.K.'s presentation of his media is that we know that it's going directly to him. There is no yeah. incredibly profitable producer. There's not a, a studio that is taking 
a huge amount of creative control and the profits. Yeah. It's most of the creative control and most of the profits, presumably, are going directly to Mr. Louis C.K. And because and we support his there. comedy, we support his show, we, we enjoy it, we are very happy to give directly to him. Now, that special on DVD through a studio, w- there is no way that could be as low as $5. Oh, no, no. It'd, be, it'd be 20 it'd be... Yeah, Absolutely. You know, you know, same with the beauty of iTunes. Getting, I know we're getting away from TV a little bit, but it's the same thing with iTunes where... Well, oh, media hey, delivery in general. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, I'm a starting out artist. I'm going to upload this and I get the money kind of... You know, it's not mm-hmm. like I'm signing a major label. Or Bandcamp yeah. or any other... Number. Yeah, sure. Exactly. I mean, even, even the smaller bands that are coming out of my very small liberal arts college in Ohio, even they're on Spotify, yeah. even they're and on yeah, iTunes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's becoming a very open forum for the delivery of their media. But I also, I also know a lot of, and I know it's foreign, but a lot of bands like to make their stuff available and advertise on Pirate Bay or something like that. Where, <laughs> where, no, it's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah, where the Pirate Bay front page will be a different music video of a band that's trying to, you know, promote mm-hmm. themselves and be on Pirate Bay by doing so. You know, I think it's definitely people waking up to a new way of doing things and then, you know, you have the grasping, you know, the giants grasping at straws dying, you know, kind of well, thing. Well, it, it's just, it's a changing of how, and Brandon, you, you started this conversation a little bit earlier, but I want to jump back to it. And it's sure. the, the ease. You jump back to the late 90s, early 2000s, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm just turning, uh, becoming a teenager. You guys are still younger than me. But, you're, you're, <laughs> you, know, but you, you were already using computers, presumably. You were, you were understanding how that works. Yeah. So we, we have this culture where CDs are, at that point, like 20 bucks a piece. Yeah. You have to go to the store to find them. You have to hope that the CD you want is actually there. Yeah. And then you bring it home. And then with, as, and this is even, I mean, this is the beginning of high-speed internet. I certainly didn't have it. But all of a sudden, you have this thing called Napster, which shows up. And then, <laughs> and then following that, Grokster and Napster. By the time I was kind of there, and, uh, oh. why did these things succeed? Partially, is it money? Yes. yes. Absolutely, that is certainly an element. But the main reasons these things impacted the music industry so much was the ease. Yep. You didn't have absolutely. an iTunes. You didn't have a Spotify. You did not have a legal, easy equivalent to get this music. And so all of a sudden, you have a way that this band that I couldn't find even if I drove 30 minutes to the nearest Best Buy or Walmart, it's here, and it's every song they've ever found, yeah. and it's I can have it in two minutes. And the try it. And even if you want to try it, try it before you buy it, you know, and that's the problem beforehand. Like you might've heard of a band, but you're like, well, I don't know if this is my, my style. Suddenly you can find out if it's your style, you know? And so then we, we had to wait a couple years before the industry, the music industry had to react to this sudden change. And you know, people like to make fun of them, but this was an industry that's been operating a certain way for decades. And suddenly they had to make a very sudden change. And it took them a couple years, but finally we had iTunes and now we have Google Play and Amazon MP3 and Spotify. And even YouTube being, you know, posting a lot of songs before. And and even YouTube capturing some of that revenue by introducing Vivo or whatever that that music video. Well, I mean, it's awful in the sense that I have to watch a 30 second ad, but at the same time... I I put on, you know, something Rocky and there's Justin Bieber surrounding my screen. (laughs) It doesn't quite fit, but... But the the point is, when when those things finally came to be, you had a reasonably cheap CD prices dropped, you had to, to a reasonable level, and you had a easy alternative to the piracy and why it didn't eradicate piracy because that stuff will always exist. It dropped substantially and the music industry started making more money again. And there were, there's, I can, I can have, can give you a oh, whole, yeah, yeah. um, 
uh, what's the medical term for uh, a dissertation? Why are you looking at him for the medical term? Well, he's yeah. good with words too. I could give a, <laughs> I could give a whole dissertation on this subject because I've studied it quite a bit for yeah. my field, you know, in both in political science and in law. Sure. But there's other reasons as well. But it was that ease of use that when you finally had a legal alternative, you saw the numbers that the industry wanted to see rise and the numbers they didn't like fall, yeah. not completely, but fall. And television, it's been, I would say, slower. A little bit, but partially that's just because with video, there's so much more technical stuff you have to deal with. It, it is getting yeah. there, as we have Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's getting there. It's taking a little bit longer, but they are finally start, starting to figure <laughs> it out. And that's when those when the bad the quote-unquote bad numbers drop, the quote-unquote good numbers rise, and eventually these industries do catch up. It just takes a long time. But it's, it has it has spurred this change in how we view television, and this will kind of lead us into the Amazon Instant yeah. and, and Netflix thing, but it's changed the industry so much in a short period of time. It's changed more in the last five years than probably the entire 50, 60 years yeah, of television. At, television. Well, I mean, and, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. at all. And that's, that's the technological curve, and that you know that's going to continue to change. Where That's a little bit of Moore's Law, but yeah. yeah. And give a Moore's Law uh, explanation for the people listening. Uh, every 18 months, technology doubles and the price decreases by 50%. Right. So, and, and so it's it's part of that. It's part of these old industry heads having to change as high-speed internet proliferates. I mean, we're spoiled here in New Jersey. Um, I mean, I know you guys went out to school in the middle of the country, but you go even farther <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the country, they're still on dial-up. It's oh, not gosh. their fault. It's just yep. taking a long time mm-hmm. for this country to get its internet together. And even in our areas where it's <laughs> quote-unquote fast, a lot of the rest of the world is like laughing at us in terms of our actual infrastructure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah and, how, yeah, and how Google wants to give the world the internet and the world is like, no. Well, it, it, yeah. it is happening. Though. But so there's so many factors, it is difficult to oh, yeah. figure everything out. But this is where we get into now. Now we have Netflix started, I guess they were the first, where they were like, we're, we're just going to produce some TV on our own on the internet. So they started with Lily Hammer was the first one. Right. I never watched Lily Hammer. It's based on a Dutch mm-hmm. show. I don't know. Um, st- starred uh, Stephen. What's his name? But he's like he's a cop in the Netherlands now and something. I, I didn't watch. But it. but I did hear yeah. you right. Lily Hammer. Lily Hammer. It's the name correct. of the city that it said. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I, I believe. I'm picturing like a giant flower. That and that one, it, it didn't flop, but it wasn't super well received. But then we had the show that Brand was talking about before we started recording, um, House of Cards with Kevin Spacey. One. I think the House the, of Cards is the third one, I think. I think there was like a mini series they did, or like a, well, a, they they also, did a couple movies. They also well. announced they announced Development a, bunch of stuff. a long time ago. Yeah. They did. That's true. And I mean, for Arrested Development having such a I would say a fairly big cult following that it oh, does. Oh, yeah. certainly growing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think, that yeah. that was kind of accepted as ex- I guess received as expected. But House of yeah. Cards, in my opinion, really blew me and many other viewers out of the water in the sense that it is completely original, completely. Well, it, it is based on a British show. Well, sure, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that's true. Completely, original, completely original in the in the yeah. sense that. Uh, the United States has never seen uh, that type of content. It, it wasn't hyped they didn't as expect much. It to be a cash cow, like bring back exactly a rest development. Uh, there was there were quite a few articles in the Washington Post, the New York Times, that a number millions even I believe the number uh, was two to three million new Netflix subscribers simply because they were attracted because of House of Cards. Oh yeah, that is incredible. Uh, just bringing in those $8 a month subscribers because of one show. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a, a cash cow. 
and they introduced a new thing, and they're going to be doing the same thing with Arrested Development. They yep. did the same thing with Hemlock Grove, um, which is they released all the episodes at once. Mm-hmm. Which is terrifying for those that are busy during that time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I, I would literally send out an email to the rest of my political junkie friends and say, I am busy for the next two weeks. Absolutely no one is to talk to me about House of Cards because I don't want to yep. hear any spoilers. And there were there were times even with my own brother here, Kevin, where I would say, have you seen X? And he would kind of give me an inquisitive look, and I'd be like, oh, I don't want to ruin it for yeah. you. Yeah, it got pretty close a couple times. But I mean, yeah. let, let's also be honest, though. Who watches an episode at a time on Netflix? Yeah. Well, you have, well, that's, you just that's fair, but you just, at, yes, at, you at the same time, shows. it's almost ridiculous to say who watches 13 50-minute episodes in a 48-hour period. The, 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 Some the, people my, do. My, my college roommates that did the 24-hour, 24 marathon. Well, that's fine, but for those that have work to get done, we can't always <laughs> do that. I would, lo- I would love to watch the entire 13-episode season in two days. But I, I had to watch actually. it. I had I had to watch it over three weeks. I was traveling from my, I guess, pseudo home in my college at Ohio back to New Jersey, my my parents' home back to yep. D.C. for interviews Your and future. whatnot. Exactly, and I mean, it it was on my mind, but I just could not set aside that time. Mm-hmm. The yeah. difference, I would say, to Pierce between what you're saying, which is who watches just one episode on Netflix, which which I understand, yeah, yeah. to this is when you're watching 24 episodes of 24 in a row, yeah. they're years old, or they're a year old, or they're six yeah, months yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Whereas this is something new, so for, for spoilers, it's difficult now. Yeah, that's true. There was a smaller timeline for people to say, oh, well, I have that time, uh, as opposed uh, yeah. to if... I mean, if if I say live on this podcast right now and say, "Oh, Bruce Willis was dead at the end of Sixth Sense," no one is wrecked. Really well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> or no like, one's truly spoiled Jack, by that. Jack Bauer <laughs> kicks everyone's butt. Oh wow, really? Like, right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. but there are major events that happen in a show like House of Cards that could be spoiled. That's yeah. true, yeah. and especially only being out for at the time that I started watching it. Two weeks, or maybe even one month, or yeah. now even whatever it's at. A couple months now, now, just a couple of months. It's it's still somewhat unreasonable to think that everyone has watched every episode. Oh yeah, uh, but I think with I the Netflix finished, culture, like I, under, I, under, I completely right. understand. But with the Netflix culture, though, I think that's going to be the norm to watch it. In that it's thing. it's just a, a purge of all of these episodes. Yeah. In, in one shot. Now, luckily, with with Arrested Development, which will probably be premiering around the time this episode goes up, I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yes. I think I said we said 18 days, right? Well, I think from when we recorded, yes, now. but it might be going yeah. up well, around yeah. the time that it shows. Sure. The lucky thing about Arrested Development, and this cannot be something that's true for all television shows, but with this season four of Arrested Development, the shows are not linear, meaning. Episode two does not happen after episode one. Yeah. They are all happening more or less around the same time. There yeah. will be jokes that connect, but you can watch them in any order according mm-hmm. to, the, to the creator and writers. Because they are just following each character. Like each right? episode focuses on one character and will have all the characters pop in, yeah. but it's focusing on one or two <laughs> main characters. So yeah. you can watch them completely out of order. If you can jump to the last one, you're not going to have anything spoiled because they're back and forth, and, and that's kind of brilliant, but it's yeah. only for this show quick editor's note here. As you can probably tell, we recorded this episode a while ago and then pushed it back so we could have timely movie reviews 
come out as the movies came out. So since we recorded this, the lead writer and creator of Arrested Development, Mitchell Hurwich, came out and said, yeah, you really actually can't watch the episodes all out of order because there are plot things that build on previous episodes, and they discovered this as they were editing the season. So wouldn't want you to suddenly fire up Netflix right now and go, oh, I'm going to watch a random episode of season four and it won't be a problem. Yeah, that was taken back since we recorded this. It's still a very good season, at least in my opinion, and we will talk about that in the future on the same podcast feed, but just wanted to jump in and let you know that. Anyway, back to the episode proper. It'd be very difficult to and do that for, for this season. Right? Well, for this season, yeah. yeah. If they go into another season after this, that may not be the case. Yeah. Sure. Even similarly, I, uh, uh, Kevin... Okay. Kevin and I... Uh, <laughs> from, from another Lucio. By yeah. the end of the season, he just has no rims. <laughs> yeah. That'd be terrible. That would. Kevin and I just watched, again, the uh, th- the first three episodes of Arrested Development mm-hmm. just today. From season one. From season one. And there, if you're familiar with the episodes, they start out with a event in the future that will be covered at the end of the episode, but still it's it's brought up at the very beginning, and then they work up to that point. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not unreasonable to say that it's a, a somewhat similar process that they've done in the past, but this time it's a completely complete separate season. arc in the sense that it's character by character and not a linear time. But I guarantee yeah. there will be so much intricacies worked into those. Oh, surely. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they're definitely going to overlap quite a bit. Yeah. I'm most most excited for for George Michael and to see his progression since uh, <laughs> the end of the third season. Maybe I'm I'm excited for like every get it. Maybe. No, no, no. It was maybe. Maybe. Oh uh, yeah. Deep cut there. Uh, if, if, if anyone if anyone's seen the image macro of George Michael and at the bottom it just says "Call me maybe." Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> now, so that was Netflix. They've done Lily Hammer, House of Cards, Hemlock Grove, Arrested Development comes out soon. They've done a couple movies as well, and they've helped produce stuff as well that's been released uh, widely. Also, real quick, uh, all of Arrested Development leading to a movie, correct? I mean, wasn't that was the original plan. It's I don't think sure if that's going to happen. They okay. haven't. They don't have anything in, in it, written in stone, stone for that yeah, right now. Yeah. Okay, so that's Netflix, yeah. and we've been generally happy. I mean, certainly House of Cards, very happy oh, with. Yeah, very very happy. Like I, I was. I'm super excited for season two of that show. Oh, absolutely. It ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, the the final episode of season one, uh, episode 13, really just, I I watched it fully, and then I watched the second season, I'm sorry, I watched the first season a second time through with Kevin, and I remember both of us just really on the edge of our seat for that final episode. And And it's like, wait, that's the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. to go for a job? That's that's it? That's all? Yeah, he just puts... Puts the hoodie up and 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 goes. I mean, and, and, but it, it kind of worked. It was like I got to see what happens next. Exactly. It was a weird anti cliffhanger cliffhanger. It was. Um, and, and yeah, very was. excited for a total of twenty six seasons that they signed up for. But do you mean what? episodes? Because that's a lot. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, episodes. Twenty six. Twenty six episodes. Seasons. It's uh, almost like it's almost well, like okay, it, that's okay, one. okay, that's one. It's almost like the end of of the Sopranos finale, except you know there's another season coming. <laughs> you know where there's yep. like so many things about to hit the fan yep. that you're like. <sighs> They're going jogging, but okay. So that's Netflix. But Amazon just recently, um, in the last month, they released thirteen or fourteen, 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 really original pilots. Yeah, Um, I believe eight for adults, six for kids. Mm -hmm. Um, There's kid one, and it's yeah, yeah, like animated stuff, and there's some animated adult stuff too. But so they released them all at the same time, and with the idea of watch these shows, rate them, comment on them, we'll take into consideration what people thought of them and how many people watched them, and based on this pilot season, 
we will decide which shows to bring the series. I watched all eight of the adult pilots. Yeah. Some were pretty good. Some were in the middle. Um, the worst one was actually, unfortunately, Zombieland. I was going to I was really afraid to ask. I, saw. I was afraid to ask. It's how a shame, that but that it. didn't work. And there was a couple others that I didn't really think worked, but I could see how other because, people liked Because them. the movie was meant to be a show. Yes, yeah, so originally Zombieland was right. supposed to be a TV show. They said this will never work. Then Walking Dead happened. Sure. Um, <laughs> but, but so instead they made it into a movie, and then they took, they followed up their, now trying to follow up the movie, same writers, same creators, everything, trying to turn it into a TV show with different actors in the same roles. Unfortunately, what, at least in my opinion, I have yet to watch that, so the, I'll be interested. The, char- I have it if you the characterization, okay. you, you realize after watching the show how much of the movie's success was based on they had the right actors who had the right chemistry. Okay, that's mm-hmm. right, yeah. Because that's the jokes aren't really that great in the movie. They're okay, but they're, they're delivered really well. and the They're, they're character-driven. Yeah. And so when you strip <laughs> away the, the, the right actors with that chemistry and you give them a TV budget, nah, doesn't, uh, doesn't work, okay. unfortunately. And not to mention Bill Effing Murray. Uh, just <laughs> showing up in the middle of that who, case. Who? I will not spoil which show, but he has a cameo in one of the pilots. Is that just, right? And it's brilliant. It's well, not in Zombieland, but I was it's in one say, of the other shows. Is it well, Zombieland? No. I'll have to go out and watch them. I, I've yeah. been a little preoccupied way. recently. Let me put but. it this way. It is you, Brandon. I'm pointing at Brandon. Yes. It is the show you'd be most likely to watch. Is that the right? The children's program. No, no. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I won't say anything more than that. Well, but, I'm very excited now. So some are good, some are bad, but... It's a very different approach from what Netflix did. Instead of here's mm-hmm. a whole season, it's here's a bite-sized chunk of a yeah. bunch of shows. What do you want to see? People who already subscribe, mm-hmm. I mean, anybody can watch it. Yeah, that's but what I love which about People it. who have accounts, like specifically, those are the numbers they're really looking at. What what shows do you want to see? We're giving the keys to you. Do you like this idea? Do you think it sucks? Do you think there needs to be a little bit more oversight? Or do mm-hmm. you like the fact that we steer the ship even though <laughs> we barf at sea? I um, love the idea of that social interaction and the voting and the rating yeah. but in the words of Winston Churchill the <laughs> wow <laughs> yep if, if we if, if we could take if that you avenue you poison to my tea I'd drink it <laughs> <laughs> he has a lot to say in the words of Winston Churchill the strongest <laughs> argument against democracy is five minutes with the average voter. I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I trust the rest of this constituency to choose my favorite show, and that is very pretentious in the sense that uh, I would prefer my show over anyone else's shows, but that said, will the tyranny of the majority win out for truly better shows in this case? I I would say there is a better chance than a dude who sits behind a desk and doesn't watch pilots with a thumbs up or a thumbs down. No, 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 but like an executive... Who is not... Well, a, a crowdsourced solution is probably better than a single one, but yeah. would it would it still be better and, and I think, yeah. I think it, 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 it opens maybe. the field to... Sure. And if I suddenly get louder, it's because I lean forward and stop being lazy. Um, <laughs> For the first it, time. Which is difficult. I think... Um, no, I, I think it it's opens... It's a landmark day. It, the danger is... I think about when Mountain Dew was all like, name our new flavor. And 4chan was all like, yes, yeah. and now is my time. Right? And, and Hitler, <laughs> like The top 150 of them were something to do with Hitler and your grandmother. And it was, you know, it, it, it does open the, the floor to some trolling, some... People saying, oh, we want dance moms, you know, in every you know, I, show. Oh, I don't think so. Yes. I think there's too much risk involved. I think people are actually 
aware that this is going to happen. These shows will become real. And I don't think there are a ton of Dance Mom sequels out on the Amazon 14 list. But I haven't watched like, them yet. But there's a musical. A Dance Mom appears in there's every a musical single one. one. Yeah, there's a musical. Is it like Glee? It's all original music. I think some of it was like sound likes a little bit. Is well, it, when I say like Glee, I mean, is it a bunch of teenagers like, oh, I want you. Oh, I no, want you too. it's 20-somethings at a, at a business. like the interns, basically. Oh, okay. okay. All right. The interns at a business. I it's, was going to say, or is it like a Neil Patrick Harris musical? It, it yeah. Is it Doc? Dr. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it has potential. It is possibly the least subtle musical I've ever seen, and that is saying something. When you say subtle, you mean like, we're going into song now. Well, like, first off, I mean, I understand like the songs comedian, and musicals yeah, are exactly. used to express the inner thoughts of the singer. Sure. Yeah. Gosh. However, they left no room for subtext. Everything was spelled clearly. Let's put it this way. Here are my feelings. One I'm of the main characters now. is a gay black man. Okay. You know what his character's name so is? Troy. Gabe Blackman? Gabe Blackman. And I'm like, what <laughs> wow! I am you kidding me! That is the character's name. That, uh, just oh to illustrate how unsubstantial it was. I think there could be a show there. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't that is hysterical. I did not hate the pilot. I thought it had potential, but that was a serious problem. I would have been done. I couldn't... I, I was like, I can't take I, you seriously. I'm I didn't done. realize it until about... Two thirds through the episode was like, "Wait, that's his last name? Are you kidding?" Oh me? my goodness! Um, but so, but hey. here's here's the thing, Pierce. That I would I would point to you. You're you're aware about like 4chan and like the internet, like overpowering with its ridiculousness, yeah. the democratic nature. I know you were kind of saying this too. The important thing to remember is that they are not saying the most watched show gets made. Oh yeah, they are yeah. not saying the highest rating sh- rated okay. show gets made. There are still executives making the decisions based on, hey, a lot of people like this, but the response was very lukewarm versus enough people like this, and the response was very positive. And so there's still a level of oversight to keep uh, the internet trolls at bay. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and I, mean, I say that kind of jokingly, but there is enough oversight to go, hey, this is what our viewers watch. Yeah. And this is what they want. And this is what is received well. I mean, nobody wants to make a bad show. But so they're, right. they're just using this resource of, hey, let's open up the test groups to everyone who has a high-speed internet connection. Let's open it up and let's see what people think. Let's make the best shows we can. Yeah. And like I said, some of the shows were duds. But some were really good. I liked Alpha House quite a bit. I liked Betas. Oh, Betas was really good. I was actually. literally going to make a joke about Beta, but then you said Beta, and I'm no, like, no, no, it's a, it's a show next about next Gamma Delta. Like, what it's are we a doing? Show about an app development company made of like college people who oh, are okay. making apps, uh, like for, for different. Um, yeah, OS. well, that actually got canceled. So that was fun. That was a fantastic. Um, browsers was too. the name of the of the musical. That was okay. It has browsers. Browsers, yeah. Well, because they're they're working at like basically a Huffington Post type. Website. That's that's their job. That's where they're interning at. Um, with the Ariana Huffington character played by or Ariana Huffington like character being played by um, Fraser's wife from Cheers and Fraser. <gasps> like is his first. No. Fraser's wife. I can't. Oh, that, yeah. I can't <laughs> yeah. No, no I got you. No. Yeah. And she's actually really funny in in the pilot. She's got a song. Oh, her song up. was probably my favorite part, and it's not safe for work. That's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like Alpha House quite a bit, but your politics are going to decide whether you like it or not because it's a very political show and it's very one-sided. For for being, I mean, for being one uh, myself that is very strongly on one side of the spectrum, I can relate to many political shows that are on the entirely opposite end. While I agree, it's it's a comedy, so it's a comedy about 
politics, but it's uh, only so great it's, jokes. So it's so it's how great we are, how bad they are. Not really uh, to that level. I, I feel like for myself, uh, and this is someone that I've just actually today accepted a job uh, w- fundraising for a specific political party and its affiliates. I've watched shows and watched specials and watched comedy routines making fun of other parties and my party specifically and uh, have, have found them fairly entertaining. And, and I'm, I'm not disagreeing with sure. that. Because I'm not even saying the, sh- the politics of the show line up with mine. They don't. Right. What I'm saying is, it really in this case, it was the biggest knock against the show is that it's lost potential because they're only having jokes on one side. There's jokes, plenty of jokes to go around. Sure. So they're going to get at most 50% of the population? Well, it's just, it's, it's a lost opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Sure. But I still enjoyed it. Um, also, those who teach, or the, those who can't, it's called. Uh, uh, but it's about, <laughs> it's about teachers. It's basically, I like that. I like that. It's basically think workaholics or um, always sunny set oh, in a school wow. focus. Uh, yeah, and I'm just imagining like what goes on in the teachers' lounge kind of thing. Uh, yeah, that would okay. A lot of that kind of Work, stuff. Yeah, workaholics Them trying to buy being a, it's one, the episode one of the main one of the raunchiest Damn. and most funny shows in the world. And for someone that has integrated most of their catchphrases into his yeah, vocabulary, sco. Yeah. I was about to uh, say like. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah, King Lear, go! Yeah, every single night that is uh, out, there is at least three mentions of getting weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, you, getting we, torqued. Yeah, fully torqued. We can mm-hmm. thank Adam Blake and Dirk. You want to do some? That. Yeah, you want to do some shrooms? Yeah, uh, if. If, that amazing. If everyone, if, <laughs> if, if anyone listening Laser is at least, I'd say, 18 years old, please go check out Workaholics. Definitely TVMA. Yeah, it, yeah. it sure yeah, Why didn't we say that during comedies? We should have mentioned that at the beginning. Yeah, that is an absolutely terrific well, That's actually show. a really good link to my next point, which was for all of these shows that have been released. Now, granted, like I said, I haven't seen Lily Hammer or Hemlock Grove, but I believe they're... I'm about to say, we're talking Netflix I, and, and, and Amazon. Yeah. I believe they're the equivalent of TVMA, I believe. They're, yeah. they're considered, you know... Not for all ages, basically. Right. Yeah. Definitely for House of Cards. Um, Certainly. Language Absolutely. and nudity. And, I mean, nudity. I, just, I don't really more, assume... more nudity than welcomed, almost. I, I don't... Uh, for, uh, there was some. For, for this engaged fella, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I'd be kind <laughs> oh, of you want to play the innocent card now? <laughs> now is when you play the innocent card. <laughs> I'd be kind of surprised if This is the guy that watch war- Workaholics, yeah. I'd be kind of surprised exactly. if, if Arrested <laughs> Development had nudity, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was strong Well, I mean, language. they have never nudes, so I mean... That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there will be never nudity. <laughs> But oh, Tobias is blowhard. All, <laughs> all of the eight, I believe it's eight uh, pilots for Amazon for adults, they all feature strong language. One of them has nudity. All of them are, would be the equivalent of TVMA, mm-hmm. yeah. which I kind of love. I do um, as well. And I do, I, I'm assuming that the children's shows are not that way. <laughs> I'm Presumably, yeah. Dora F and Explorer. <laughs> um, that would be interesting. But, Swiper no now, for, me, for, me, <laughs> for me personally, I know not everyone will agree with me, although there's a good chance you three would. I like that because that's the way the real world is. Mm-hmm. And so I like my television shows and movies to reflect my actual experience in life, which is that... Hey, this is how people talk, and occasionally there's nudity. Not as much as I'd like. I, say, I, don't, but, I don't. So, know like real life, yeah. Person, <laughs> you know, even with I'm the girlfriend, my personal language. experience isn't a yeah. lot of language and nudity. So, I mean, maybe. But, but I mean, that's another big one. thing. Once you get off of, <laughs> once you get off of FCC regulated airways, mm-hmm. and which, granted, uh, cable's been doing that as well because they're not regulated by the FCC for standards and practices yeah. anyway. They have their own internal standards and practices, but. 
That's another big Air thing that, will, that will be happening. I mean, does anybody here have a strong objection to these shows existing? They're clearly marked. This is what the show has in it, you know. As, I, as I long as they're clearly marked, and, I, I mean, there really can't be any regulation against mm-hmm. it. I, I mean, uh, if you're a parent and you have a, a smaller child and they're on those things, that, that might be one of your prerogatives to say, son, daughter, don't watch that. And uh, that that is, of course, your right. But, uh, I mean, as a... An of age, uh, younger gentleman, and all of us here. I, I mean, that yeah. Is... But I, I, all right, my my only if I if I can interrupt. Sure. I don't have a problem with that, as long as you, you mention eight and eight, and eight, 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 eight. You know, for kids, eight, and then, eight for adults, six for kids. Okay, and, and you said all of the adult ones feature strong language, well, feature <coughs> feature stronger than you get on NBC. But my, I, I'm what, not saying they were pushing. I it think or about ridiculous. they were just realistic. Yeah. I would I would like there to be a family one or, mm. where it's I think about the example of Doctor Who. Doctor Who is there are some things that little kids wouldn't get, but for the most part your entire family can watch it. There's also Torchwood, which is Doctor <sighs> Who after dark. Like it's not nearly <laughs> as good as I was expecting. It's, it's not, not, uh, not even not even as I'm, I, it's it's awful. I watched the one episode where there was an alien that that up, I, yeah, I with like the that orgasm episode, alien that was a weird, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as anyone let me. But yeah. no, the point is, but the point is though, like that you wouldn't watch that with your family. Like I, not I'm not. My family. <laughs> and, I, I and probably then, wouldn't even watch Doctor Who with my yeah, family. So. And then you had Sarah Jane, which is the one that was geared <laughs> for kids. For kids, and I like that there was that middle one where you could all watch it as a family. I don't have a problem with it with the yeah. you know ones with an adult theme. Uh, and that's totally well and good. You know, I, I will watch that, enjoy that. But, you know, if I have a whole family, I want there to be things that we watch together, not, oh, I guess we're going to watch the kid one and then not get any well, sure. of that. if you want shows that can be watched by everyone in terms of I don't of have content, kids. I said kid, uh, my kids and I don't have them. I just want to <laughs> make <laughs> that clear. If you want programming that your whole Mom, family no surprises. can watch in terms yeah. of content... There is hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and Certainly. hours of that already existing on broadcast. In, exactly. in my opinion, exactly. this can really be solved. Uh, going back to my incredibly econ degree, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, my incredibly nerdy econ <laughs> degree. Oh, here we go again. Okay. This this Skip is for a minute. Supply and demand. This is Skip exactly forward. that, Jordan. Supply and demand. There is no I was just gonna absolutely that. nothing in this world that is supplied. That is not first demanded. Yeah. So these eight adult series are demanded to be of a certain criterion, mm-hmm. and they are then supplied as such. Think about when you watch TV. You're not... I don't remember the last time my entire family of five has sat down and watched any exactly. single thing together, let alone a movie or TV, whatever. Just the fact that we're talking about Hulu, Netflix, etc. means that... I mean, does anyone sit down and watch Netflix all... But- Two point okay. five children and their I mean, parents I think, together. I think, I think occasionally, yes. I, have I think that. about you, how often you come over, mm-hmm. or when you do come over, you always talk with my entire family about television. About three specific shows that's, of the twenty that's, that's that I watch. The gamut of that's yeah, true. But television. I'm saying I think your our examples are a bit rarer than the the pool of the rest of America. Jordan, well, I know you don't spend much time with your family. Like, but I, I'm talking just about in terms of research data. They they have the data on ter- in terms of people watching alone versus in a group, like with their family. And yeah. the, gr- the group family numbers have gone through the floor. They do not exist. It's just like eating dinner together. Yeah. The fact <laughs> that my family does that is weird. 
yes. is atypical. It is abnormal that yep. my family in this in the, in 2013 that my family for the most part eats dinner together. Yeah. That is bizarre. Mm-hmm. That is going away for the most part. It, even yeah. even for being part of a fairly traditional family. Uh, Kevin and myself, when we're home from college... You do have a robot sibling. That is... Yes, that different. is true. We almost... <laughs> weird dreams. But anyway. Almost never... Oh, so you do have an actual sibling. Yeah, yeah we, we I, do. I wasn't calling we your sister. We do have an actual little is, sister. Yes. I was not calling her a robot. That said, met. for being from a fairly traditional family, when we're home from college, we rarely, I would say, maybe two to three nights out of the seven days are in the home together at night let alone eating dinner together yeah. at the same table. Yeah. Uh, just and that and that is an American 21st century phenomenon that everyone is out doing their own thing, mm-hmm. having their own mm-hmm. schedule, doing their own activities mm-hmm. uh, and entertainment will follow as such. Five different schedules will rarely work out where you can all come together and do that. But when you're hanging out with your friends, which I think is what these are kind of more geared to. For yeah. example, sure. we're having a podcast with a group of friends, not a family. Yeah. So when you're going out and <laughs> To a social gathering, you're going to watch something. Yeah, but at the same time, you you could, I I mean, I'm not expecting the whole family to sit by the fireside on the store podcast, but it is more... Listen to FDR. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it is... The Jersey Shore fireside. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, America. No, like, you know, we are more family friendly, right? I mean, we have... This podcast. Yeah, I mean, but uh, that's the thing. Individually? I don't know. This podcast, sure. Yeah, Jersey, um, sure. Yeah. Yeah, Jersey, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first time we've ever said that, not at the beginning or the end of, the, of an episode. So. Uh, 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 yeah, but uh, <laughs> I've listened to them more than you have to say. I was about to say, yeah, you've listened to them. What was my point now? We it's gone. Curse. So there is. An <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> I the most, point, for the I most part, we are family friendly. But I mean, my, my point goes back to a. These are only the first round of shows. I'm sure there will be shows that mm-hmm. do exist for the whole family. Sure. But there's already more that. television and movies that you could possibly watch in your entire lifetime. That is family friendly, mm-hmm. yeah. whereas the amount of stuff that's geared towards adults with adult content mm-hmm. is growing, but it's still in comparison, it microscopic. That's that's true. That's you right. know, I think if my dad watched House of Cards, he'd really enjoy it. I watched House of Cards, I really enjoyed it. If we were sitting in the same room together and it got a little naked, I think things would get weird. <laughs> yeah, and I think certainly, and not to mention if they got naked on the television. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to make that. Oh, joke. that's I funny. I didn't want to yeah. touch that. Um, but no, no I, I understand. Neither did I. It's just, it's definitely a different dynamic. I mean, even, even here, uh, watching workaholics with my group of college friends and Kevin watching workaholics with his group of college friends. And then somehow, (laughs) yeah, somehow he has friends. Somehow we integrate that friend group. (laughs) That was a Pierce's sister joke. Pierce's sister bird. Uh, when we integrate those friend groups, it's somehow like, oh, should yeah, we be I laughing said, at this? Friends, and he said, uh, sister. <laughs> oh. Get it? Because two of you. But now that we've explained the no. joke, I have a sister. Those are always the funnier jokes. Just post on the forums, Pierce's sister. And one day, oh man, yeah. all caps, all caps, all caps, lots of exclamation points, Pierce's maybe even sister. a question mark. Pierce's <laughs> sister. You just use an who typed a question mark at the end of the teleprompter? <laughs> 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 you know he'll read literally anything you type on there. I think with that, we have probably exhausted all coherent things we have to say. <laughs> At this say, point, it's one thirty. I gotta go back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Jordan from Jersey. 
I'm Pierce from Jersey. I'm Kevin from Jersey. I'm Brandon from now Soon Arlington, DC. Virginia, DC. Arlington, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're Jersey Shore. Have a good weekend. Peace everybody. out, yo. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at legionofdudes.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Jordan FRM Jersey. Thank you.